It is. Well, first I was going to start the show by saying something stupid, which is what I always do. So right now I'm talking and saying something stupid. But what I wanted to say right now to start the show is it's a lot of the times, you know, the, the Americans help out the English. Well, we're helping the English out because the European Championship is Sunday. So we're all excited here. I know the two gentlemen who are my guests are very excited about Euro Championships, and we'll talk more about that, but I must introduce my guests first. Fantastic to have them on again. I ask them because they are two very, very intelligent individuals, not just about music. America's favorite son, Big C, is in the house, and also, well, I guess you'd be America's favorite son's son. Son-in-law. Son-in-law. <laughs> Slim Nick is, is with us. This is Strictly Stritch and Dime. Uh, I'm, I'm Jeff Stritch. It is, what is the date? Friday, July 9th, 2021. I think my ninth episode of the second season. Great to have you guys with me, um, as always. And we, we talked before the show about... Um, and we, we won't delve into it too much because I know Colin's a little nervous about England's chances against Italy in the European Championships. <laughs> Nick was, you guys were both well, the, well, it could go either way. Yeah. Which is, which yeah. is, with, that's, that's the worry, you know. That's usually where, yeah. <laughs> most, <laughs> most, most games are going either way to be fair. <laughs> well, Nick, great to have you back with us. I know the, Last Facebook Live broadcast we did, you had car trouble. So I, my car broke down in central London, and it was now working again. It's now broken again. So <laughs> yeah, I just can't bear to think about the car. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. It's just been costing me money, and it keeps going wrong. And you know, you know what it's like. I always the car. Always the car. It's a bad car. Colin, is that a is that a new setup you have in your office? Um, it's a new set. It's probably for for you, yeah. Um, for for off the record, I've been probably doing it here for uh, the last few weeks, yeah. Because I've got a new new PC and a new webcam up, and uh, yeah, I suppose it's a slightly different background to it normally is. We will start. We will talk music and. We don't have to stay on that subject. We branch off and talk about a bunch of different things. And I have a list of things to talk about, and we probably won't even adhere to that because we'll start talking about something else. I wanted to start with the we were B.A. Bartell was supposed to be on the show. He's a DJ that I worked with at a radio another radio station. Colin is very familiar with BA. We hope to have him on CBW Radio very soon. BA, BA and I are writing a book about um, inductees in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And one of the questions that we were bringing up in, in the introduction, and I thought I would put this to you guys, that rock and roll, that the phrase that Alan Freed coined, rock and roll it's just a phrase it's not even an exact terminology or definition by that i mean when this phrase originated all the the bands and artists who were out then they were rock and roll but as time has gone on all these bands you know we were now in 2021 50s and 60s do we still consider artists like I don't know. I'm just going to name a couple like the Yardbirds. I know they're in the 60s. Do you guys consider them rock and roll? Or let me just put it this way. We'll we'll start, Nick, we'll start with you first. What is your definition of rock and roll? When I I really think of rock and roll, to be honest, I think of 50s rock and roll. 
You know, I think of Chuck Berry, Bill Haley in the comics, um, early Stiff Richard. You know, it was kind of, that was rock and roll, the 50s period. Whereas you say, you know, everything was rock and roll. It was, you know. Um, then coming later into the 60s, um, you know, I suppose really, you know, bands like the Yardbirds or, you know, Pink Floyd or whatever, they're, they're rock. But the term rock and roll has kind of crept in to describe, you know, are oh, they a rock and roll band, you know. But the term has kind of, how can I put it? It's changed. It's metamorphosized into something else, you know. So we might say, yeah, you know, like, um, you know, you could even say the Eagles are a rock and roll band, you know, <laughs> or someone might describe them that way. Or so. But it's like, and it's kind of almost seen as not wrong to say that, or Pink Floyd are a rock and roll band, or whatever, or television, or you could go Nirvana, you know. But real, really, to me, rock and roll was the original 50s rock and roll. And everything else, I, I, if I was being, if I was trying to be accurate, although I do use the term rock and roll, if I was trying to be accurate, I'd call those bands rock. You know, like rock bands. Okay. And the Eagles, country rock. But, you know, this is when we get into the genre thing. This yeah. is the confusion. I mean, one of the big things I noticed, I, I think you probably got it there as we have here, is um, years ago, R&B stood for rhythm and blues. And, um, you know, that was like the Rolling Stones were considered in some ways rhythm and blues. And now it's kind yeah. of... It's black music now. Oh, rhythm and bass. Yeah, rhythm it means a completely okay. different thing. Yeah, R and B. Yeah, you know, R and B. So, so if so if people our age are talking about R and B, we're talking about, you know, Paul Jones Blues Band or something like that. Um, but you know, now the term has changed. So mm. yeah, it's uh, terminology. But that's that's my view. Yeah, you know, rock and roll to me is fifties rock and roll. Chuck Berry, Bill Haley. The original, um, who's the guy on the piano? Little Richard, Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Jerry Lewis. You know that's that's rock and roll. That's pure rock and roll. Well, I agree. I think yeah. I mean that's how. I, but of course, because rock and roll in the fifties was was an amalgamation of other styles to to get to that, wasn't it? Or whether it be uh, bluegrass, country, boogie woogie, blues. I mean, it was all uh, gospel in some ways. It was all sort of combined. To uh, to make rock and roll, get the kids yeah. moving. I mean, is a rock yeah. and roll like a, basically a twelve-bar bluesy sort of thing? Is I was just going to say. I was just going to say. Uh, I think ninety percent of it was based around the twelve-bar blues. You know, which of course the quo, <laughs> the, the quo <laughs> masters of, and of course Chuck Berry was the originator, really. Of that, Every song you know, was a twelve-bar blues with Chuck mm. Berry. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, well, yeah. we we were talking. Yeah, I mean Nick. You talked about this, and I'll, I'll go to Colin first. When we talk about the genres or the subcategories, growing up, I thought the Eagles, I as you know, are my favorite band. But it, you, to use them as the example is almost perfect. Growing up, I considered them rock. I was younger. I, I mean, I was listening. I'm like, this is, this is rock and roll. But mm. I've grown up. And yeah, I know that's hard to believe if you listen to my show that I've actually grown up, but <clears throat> that they are country rock. And and were they would they ever be have been considered country? I mean, just because they in the, yeah, in the early days they were very country, weren't they? I'd say I'd say they were, yeah. I'd say they were quite Randy country. Myers, no, that that period they were quite country. Bernie uh, Bernie Leadon, is it? That's the other one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Bernie Lynn is very country orientated. Uh, yeah. And they did, did a lot of stuff. Did, did they not do stuff with Linda Ronstadt? Were they involved in the Stone Ponies and stuff like that? Or? Yes. I don't remember. Well, on, the same, on the same label. Was... Probably on the same label, yeah. And Jackson Brown and all those all those guys. Um, but yeah, country rock, I'd say. Uh, I'm still trying to imagine Jeff being young. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> How long was that? <laughs> An eternity ago, I. I should think, uh, but yeah, um, Eagles. I, I, I know it's one of your favourite bands. 
It's one of my favourite bands too, to be honest. Um, I've never really considered oh, them rock and roll. Not really rock and roll, as I, I would say. It, it is rock. But, it, I mean, they, they is it actually called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame technically now? It is. Or is it just abbreviated to the Rock Hall of Fame? No, it's the Rock and Roll. Hall it of is, because yeah. you're always calling it the Rock Hall. Maybe they should just change the name. They probably should. <clears throat> they probably should make it the Music Hall of Fame. But music Museum. Yeah, there you go. Music Museum. Well, yeah, status, yeah. status quo could definitely go in the Music Museum, couldn't they? They've been going for so long. Definitely. So we always yeah. t- we always talk genre because it's very important mm. because it is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And we've talked about the individuals who have been inducted that, you know, a lot of them we we don't think they deserve to be put in, not because of their contributions to music, but it's not really rock and roll. So we are right now in 2021. What do you consider a rock and roll band that is relevant and playing fresh music that could be in the in the rock and roll hall of fame 25 or 30 years from now? What band comes to your mind? That's that's a tough tough that's a tough question. Um, <laughs> I had to think about it. Yeah, um, there's, there is a lot of good music around now. I suspect it's not, in my opinion, uh, chart music though. I, I wouldn't have said you, you you get a lot of um, probably a lot of country country rock, uh, folk folk rock. A singer songwriters there's a lot of good singer songwriters around now but whether they be i mean the, the likelihood is they'll probably still be around in 25 years it's not like they're going to split up or anything is it if they're a singer songwriter um yeah the likes of um coldplay he utters quietly so that no one hears him <laughs> I, say knew, it. I knew he was going to mention coldplay. i, I mean, knew they, he was going to bring i mean up. they they haven't actually been around for 25 years so presumably they don't uh, qualify for they're induction. Not, they're not rock and roll enough, though, are they? Well, they're not. They're not really <laughs> rock and roll. They, well, they're not really rock and roll in our terms. Yeah, they're not uh, Buddy Holly. They're not Chuck Berry. They're not Little Richard. Um, they're not Elvis, of course, the one we haven't mentioned before today. Um, but they, they're a they are a band that have been around constantly. They've been around a long time now. Since twenty, I'd say two thousand. Sold a lot of records. Oh, definitely sold a lot of records. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not. You know what? Particularly... One thing I, I just had a, I just had a thought come to mind. I think the problem with the rock and roll. I mean, I don't. I think it's the name, isn't it? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rock and roll was pop music of that time. Mm. You know, and so, and and that pop music was called rock and roll. Now, when we come to now, we can say, well. Jay-Z, you know, like, I'm just thinking of an angle here, you know. I don't think he should be in it because he's not rock and roll. But then, no. nor are Aerosmith, really. They're not rock and roll. I mean, they're not the original what rock and roll was. You know, do you know what I mean? Exactly. I know what you mean, yeah. I it, think you're it, right. It, it is the title. The popular it is the music title. of that time, and popular music is, is changing all the time. So, really, I mean, how much rock and roll exists now? Actual bands that make rock and roll. That's what it, yeah, exactly. That's that's Not what it meant. I don't mean right. I, I don't <clears throat> didn't mean to cut you off or trying to get excited, but no. that's that's what I mean. And the next question that I yes, I did prepare that we kind of slid <laughs> we slid right into it when Nick started to go into it is okay. I'm one step ahead, Jeff. I'm one yeah. step ahead. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you are, but I'm I'm like three steps behind in in life. But um, and five hours. What would be <laughs> okay, that was funny. What would be your criteria, each of you individually, for getting in to the rock and roll slash rock museum music museum? Because we've all we've gone over the criteria, at least I don't know I don't really believe some of it. With some of the artists, well, that I, it- I, I suppose I, I suppose I think. Sorry, butting in. I'm getting overexcited. But I suppose I think. If we look, if we look at, yeah, if we look at fifties rock and roll, 
Um, apart from, mind you, there was exceptions like Little Richard and, you know, things like that. But it was very guitar-based music. And I suppose if we look at the, you know, 70s, 80s rock bands, you know, they were all an extension of it, guitar-based music. So, but now, of course, we're seeing people, you know, like, you know, Jay-Z and things, you know, they don't know what a guitar is, you know. So I suppose, yeah, maybe... Maybe you should have to be a good on guitar again. Guitar. <laughs> that means you can get in. Yeah, if you can't play guitar, <laughs> no. Get yeah, out. I, I, I think, well, for a start, I think Shaggy noted it, whether he was tongue-in-cheek or as a, a real uh, name for it. But um, the, sort of some form of music museum would be, uh, would be, I think that's a, would be a better way to go. It, um, yeah, I think change the name. Music museum, I think. Yeah, I think really, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, music's that, always evolving and changing, so it's like, you know. Unless you have yeah. like a fifties rock and roll hall of fame, you, you're gonna have a sixties. Yeah. Uh, I think the name. I don't know. Uh, what what, elect, what what would you call the sixties if you were to summarise it? You had rock and roll in the fifties. Sixties. What Drugs. would you call it? <laughs> <laughs> the hallucinogenic <laughs> hall of fame. Well, if we, if we, if we change the name and we're not on any kind of committee, but doesn't that open it up for that? If it's just music and you're talking about Colin, both of you branching off to like a fifties rock and roll hall of fame, but this (laughs) brings, brings me to my, hold on. I'm going to land the plane. As my mom says, when I ramble, Jeff land the plane. (laughs) Um, is that we open up for pop artists. And originally, one of the questions that I had um, thought of is pop bands in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I keep... Go ahead. Yeah, I see what you mean. When one band... Colin, I, I know you've been busy and probably haven't been listening, but I don't know why this week. Three Dog Night. I mentioned Mm -hmm. they're considered a pop band. I don't know if they ever would be a, were considered a rock and roll band, but if you look at the hits that they have, um, and you know, more than 25 years and since their first album, they have 23 or 24 hits. What does, what would it take for a pop band to get in? And what pop band? Well, well, actually, Jeff, when when you think about it, it's quite interesting what you say because it's almost like we're saying, well, you know, should we allow pop music in? But but originally, that was what it was. Rock and roll was pop music of the time. It was. Yes, that's okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm getting excited. Yeah, yeah. all the all the kids were buying it. Not anyone over twenty five thought it was the no. music of the devil and you know it, it was yeah and the long hair teenage, the long hair and uh it's a yeah. teenage thing suggested teenage dances thing, so yeah. so yeah, there was so maybe we, maybe it should be any music maybe so there was rock and roll was any band that had long hair that played loudly and anybody that didn't wasn't considered rock and roll hall of fame. Well, I mean, was wasn't considered rock and roll. That, that's I suppose the style of music, and there was a lot of lot of uh, clean cut, cropped head. Um, yeah, in the fifties, in the fifties, they didn't have long hair. There was a lot of uh, a lot of solo artists, a lot of male solo artists, weren't there? There weren't many females, were there? I don't remember too many in they the fifties. They weren't 50s. allowed to do rock and roll. But no. I- but, <laughs> Connie Francis could rock and roll. She could have been. But you'd think she was country, wouldn't you? Nancy Sinatra, country. Nancy Sinatra, possibly, yeah, more more 60s, I guess, than 50s. But, yeah, I think in the 50s, we there were a few female artists in the 60s that came about, certainly over here, the likes of uh, Marianne Faithful with her links with the Rolling Stones. Um, don't mention the Mars bar again. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to mention. <laughs> I thought you would. Sandy Shaw, uh, Silla Black, 
Dusty Springfield. Uh, there's a few female artists that arrived. Uh, they're, they're all English. Marion Faithful was English, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, of course she was, yeah. Um, yeah, the 50s didn't have so many of them, but you had Pat Boone and you had uh, uh, Bobby Darin and and I suppose they were all crooners, were they? They weren't really rock and roll. Crooners. It, it yeah. was, as you say, it was Elvis. It was Chef Berry. Late fifties, Cliff Richard had maybe what well, he was. The, he was the English Elvis, He's supposedly. Great. Supposedly, yeah. um, <laughs> but it was more Jerry Lewis, uh, yeah. Fat Domino, of course. Yeah, Fat Domino, Boogie Woogie Piano. Uh, that that um, that that's rock and roll. That that is definitely rock and roll. That's rock and roll. But you, yeah. you say, you, Jeff, you said about Three Dog Nights. You know, I. I I don't know why. Maybe because they're a bigger band in the states than they have been over here. But I would consider them rock rather than pop. Not necessarily rock and roll, but but rock. But if you designate a band pop that was in the seventies that isn't rock, I think that hurts their chances of getting into the rock hall. Agree or disagree? So bands yeah. that were called bands that were called pop didn't make it or had less of a chance of making it into the Hall of Fame. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. I think you're right, yeah, because pop music was, is almost a bit more disposable, isn't it? You know, so it's, what's you good, know, what's good rock music's more serious, I guess, you know. But it's it can be, they can have longevity, can't they? A lot of pop, pop artists. They yes. can do, yeah. That's what is it? Is it solid quantity, or is it just quality over? I mean, people always say, "Well, longevity doesn't guarantee getting into some kind of Hall of Fame." Be it we're we're talking about music, or we're talking about sports. You could have like four great years, retire, or get hurt. But when you're when you have that many hits, again, speaking of just talking about Three Dog Night that a lot of people would probably say, well, we they can't go in because they're a pop band because what happens is that opens the door for other bands. And is each year that goes by, I don't know, I I don't even know if they've ever been nominated. They, <clears throat> I didn't go yeah. that back with that in depth with the research, but back to my question, Colin, you've just been, you've taken over the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or the Music Museum or the Big C Museum of Music. Big, Big C's status quo Rock and Roll <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> what would be, you first, Colin, what would mm. be your criteria if you just were starting a rock museum, a music museum? If I was starting a music museum, so it would encompass every, uh, I think longevity would definitely have to be part of it. You couldn't have someone that's just had one album. Okay. So in, in, if, if, if I started the Rock Hall of Fame in the year 2000, I wouldn't automatically put Coldplay in there because they had a massively successful debut album. Um, they'd have to la last a, a, a bit longer than just the one album. Um, it's not like if you, you do any polls with at the pub, public polls you might do um, where you nominate your favourite albums and favourite singers of all time. So often the favourite ones are the ones that have only just come out, you know, like, whether it be yeah, Cold, Coldplay or whatever. But I, I think longevity, whether or not 25 years is a fair thing now, um, presumably it's always been 25 years. It hasn't been sort of extended or brought down obviously when was the first inductee in the 80s wasn't it uh yes so, so we're talking 70s 60s 50s so yeah 25 30 years i guess uh yeah the likes of chuck berry um okay rock and <laughs> i recognize that face on there um one thing i would do is not just e exclusively say it's bands in the US. You know, I would have it worldwide. Oh. 
I mean, it seems to be very, I mean, I know we joke about this all the time, but the likes of Quo have been around, have been around since 1962. Um, yeah, they've, they've had, oh, they've had so many different anniversaries. They're just non-stop, yeah. They're just non-stop. They've had more hits than anybody else. I can't remember how many it was, but they've probably had about 75 to 80 hits. You know, 40 of them have been top 40. Well, the club are kind of massive. But just not massive in the states. They're just not massive in the states. Massive in Europe, aren't they? I mean, they are. um, They were. The number of hits, I think, definitely, I'd I'd include. Uh, And I guess you'd have to incorporate any the influence that they may have had on other acts. Okay, makes sense. Which I I would hope that they do already, don't they? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, they do. Yeah, okay. And usually, um, so that's that's probably the the main criteria I would say. But if it, and it could be if it's not exclusively rock and roll hall of fame, it could be any, it could be any genre, I guess. Right. And then Jay Z could get in there. <laughs> Nick and the go and the go goes. <laughs> They got in. They got in this way. Nick criteria for getting into some kind of Slim Nick Music Hall of Fame for. Yeah, you know, I mean, this sounds a bit lazy, but I, I think I'm going to agree with Big C for once. I don't normally agree with him, but uh, you know, I normally like to argue with him. But no, I mean, yeah, I think that's it. You know, 25 years. Um, you know, um, yeah, all that stuff. Number of Influ- influential worldwide, or, or? But I do think I do think worldwide, yeah. I do think worldwide because you could be, um, I mean, massive in say England and Europe, which is a massive area, and sell a load of records and, and yet just not be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm, that's which, true, you know. And I mean, you could sell if you were selling a lot of records in, in this country and all over Europe, and maybe Japan as well, say, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, not being the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, that would seem uh, a little unfair, as it is to the quo. But you yeah, know. I would yeah, hazard, no, I, I agree with you on this one. I would hazard a guess if you look down at all the inductees of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, there may be—I don't know—I'm talk, talking off the top of my head here. Uh, there may be a few that we might have never actually heard of, which yeah. sounds, which could be—that's a bit odd. Yeah, it's, it's not as if we're dense about music in this country you think we were i'm trying i'm just having I just what, who, up. what artist that uh, you uh, journey i've never heard a journey till i met you yeah. <laughs> 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 well they're not huge are they to be fair journey over here to be fair. No, journey, exactly. but we know uh-huh. them I've got nothing against Journey, Jeff, but you know what? They hardly feature in this country at all. You know, I mean, a lot of rock fans don't even know who Journey are, do they? No. Very, you know, I mean. Kansas. Kansas, yeah. Journey, Kansas. Um, Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick, yeah. I mean, they, yeah. I never thought of it until this way I didn't really know anybody. Um, Oh, I've got no to know you guys well but i never thought of it that way how there are bands that you know nothing about and there are Mm. bands that i know nothing about so that's i mean that's a great example that i mean you've expanded my horizons with that thinking but when we talk about the music if we could stop time let's just stop time right now and Mm. we're not going to age 25 years go by from today and we're not aging if it's a music hall of fame with the band music that's being played now and it's just a music hall of fame i'm talking about the songs the music you know 2021 who goes into the music your rock music hall of fame or music museum who goes in 25 years from now what artists would that are playing right now would be in. The the thing is, I I'm not sure that many of them will still be around in 25 to 30 years. I think that's that maybe separates them. 
I, I can't imagine people in 30 years time thinking oh yeah that drake song whatever it's called see i didn't know it's called yeah that was a classic wasn't it i mean i just i just don't i just don't see it ed sheeran well ed sheeran yeah ed sheeran's a good example ed sheeran is a good example he'll be around i'm sure what about taylor swift well yeah i was thinking taylor swift um yeah i was thinking taylor swift um and pink maybe i mean people can knock taylor swift but i mean you know she plays a bit of guitar she's got a reasonable voice you know she writes her own stuff you know she's Mm. been around a long while people not not people who are successful though don't they that's the problem Mm. well sooner or later somebody's like pink that's a great call somebody is going to be nominated whatever inducted i mean such as we'll use pink as an example okay so you induct pink mm. in right now what is the rock and roll hall of fame well, who does that open the door for well if pink goes in yeah if, if pink uh, goes in what would that who would that open the door for i'm, I'm asking i'm not it's not a statement I, I, I think i think it opens the door for everybody well that that's the point i guess that anyone can get in into our into our music hall of fame yeah um if they've been around for ages they've had a number of hits um but pink is 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 actually a superb singer actually isn't she she's got a great yeah, voice yeah, yeah. she has got yeah, yeah, yeah great yeah. great voice i mean i'm not it's not my bag as we call it it's, it's not my it's bag not my, not my bag of, I know of music but i mean i i have really liked a few of her songs, as I have, just thought of another one that could be around in 25 years. That's Lady Gaga. Oh, that's a good yeah. call. That's a good call. Who's also got a very good voice. Mm-hmm. And can act, and can act as well. Yes, mm-hmm. she did act very well. Then then what about Britney and Christina? What are we, <laughs> where do well, we? Well, why not? I mean, uh, Aguilera's got a, she's got a great voice. Yeah. Not sure. Not sure. Britney's got as good a voice, to be honest. But I mean, she, if she's been around for twenty-five years, I mean, how? Like, that was again probably around a time Coldplay started. Was it probably the beginning of this century? Two thousand, two thousand one. Hit me, baby, one more time. Or that was the nineties. No, was it? No, I might be wrong. Sure. <laughs> no, I might be wrong. Yeah, I think you might be wrong. I'll check that out while you're rabbiting. Can you tonight. can you check that out? And then yeah, I'll, I was going to check. Out. <laughs> yeah, that would. I think she's only like forty. That means she would have been ten thereabouts, something yeah. like that. So I think, yeah, I think you're right. Well, Callan will will look that up. Yeah, but even not even our while you're looking that up, forget our music hall of fame. If if Pink were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, or Lady Gaga, then it opens the door for everybody else. What If there's a pop, quote-unquote, pop band, I'm using Three Dog Night as an example because yeah. I think they're one of the better, I'll just say bands. If you're going to define them as rock and roll, Nick, I think you just did that, then they, then they should be in, if we're going in 25 years, of course, and and the number of hits yeah yeah In- i'm thinking another one along the three dog night uh mold by the way uh britney's first album was actually in 1999 so oh, okay it was it was around the turn of the century um grand funk are they are they in a, of a similar vein to three dog night but maybe a little more if i can use the term a little more rock they're more rock than three dog. Yeah, dog. but still, but that is, yeah, that is a very good. Um, but I would almost put Grand Funk in the category of Kansas because yeah, yeah. the the again, type of music, not, a, not it's not successful over here. Again, were they Grand Funk? I don't. Not massive. No. It's American. It's an American uh, thing, I think. Um, who did the? Uh, Show Must Go On, the version of Leo Sayers, The Show Must Go On. Was that Three Dog Night? Yes. Okay, yeah. I didn't like that version, I must admit. Um, 
but Leo Sayer's a good songwriter. Um, so he weren't around, for long, weren't around for long enough, though, was he? Well, perhaps, perhaps not. He's still around now. Yeah, maybe not long enough. But I mean, it doesn't matter if you're not right. If as long as you started 25 years ago, is that the criteria? Yeah, he had a, he had a number of hits. Show Must Go On was his first one man band, which probably one of these American bands covered as well along the way. Uh, but he never had a lot of he never had big successful albums and tours, of, did he? You know, I mean, sure he had a few hits. Leo Sayer wrote those songs. Leo Sayer, yeah, Show Must Go On. Leo Sayer did one. Yeah. One one man band, yes. Leo Sayer and he had a, a co-writer with him, but it was Court, Courtney, was it? I think or something. Something, something um, like that. Yeah, one man band, uh, Long Tall Glasses. Yeah, he wrote all of his songs. Well, uh, early songs anyway. Um, and they were covered by uh, by American artists, which um, ha- happens a lot. I-, I guess it happens the other way around for us too. But I'm I'm thinking of the likes of Slade. You know, all of Noddy Holder and Jimmy Lee's songs were massive hits over here. And then maybe three, four, five years later, they appear in American charts by, uh, is it Quiet Riot, for example, I think? Yes, that would be. So presumably someone like that doesn't get in the Rock, the rock Hall of Fame. Do they Quiet Riot? I would, I would be shocked Yeah, if they got it. Because they only had a handful of hits, you mean? Yes. I, I can think of a band, for example, I'm thinking of one now, the Sex Pistols, right? How many hits have they had? Probably zero in America. Yeah. But you see, the thing is, they only had with they're in. one album and a few singles, didn't they? They're, yeah, in. they're in. They're in. Yeah. I'm pretty God. certain Sex Pistols are in. Yeah. But again, then we come to the influence. Maybe that was because they were a massive influence on culture and everything. I know you hate them all. But, yeah, you know, a lot of people a massive influence for one year. You know, I mean, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> one fucking album and a couple of singles, and like they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they couldn't even play. I mean, it's no. But I, I think, I think, not a fan. Know, my, my, my criteria would be that you have to be not consistently famous, but consistently putting out records most of the 25 years, you know, a consistent artist in a sense, you know, not like, you know, you were famous for three years back in, you know, whatever. And then you disappeared, you know, or you come out with an album once every four years. Yeah. Yeah. Three years. You know. or four years. I mean, back to someone like Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift is, con- you know, she's consistent. You know, she keeps releasing albums. You know, so I, right. I guess if she carries it on for another 10 or 15 years, then, yeah, she should be in. Well, you know? or only another four or five, in fact, if she started. Well, in yeah, 19- yeah, just, yeah. First album was 1999. Was it? You're looking at that, aren't you? Yeah, I looked up earlier. You've got that book out, haven't you? got that book out. He's dangerous I, now. I, he's got the book. I, he's got I, the book out. Watch it. He's got the book. I'm, I'm Googling, <laughs> if you pardon the expression. Um, are Chicago in, Jeff? I assume they are. I, I'm going to say yes. They have yeah, they a must, lot of they must be, surely. Um, oh, they're pretty big, and were they big? Well, they were. were they big in England? They, bigger, they were quite bigger, big for a while, yeah. Bigger than the other bands, I would say, that we've mentioned, but not huge i mean they I, weren't I, huge but they were known they had a few hit singles they were i mean initially they had a couple in the, when they were a bit more jazzy didn't they with the uh what was that 20... chicago album with the brown cover the chocolatey brown cover with chicago written on the front oh, they all had chicago that? written on the front didn't they They're all <laughs> chicago was chicago that... two three four five they had right, a chocolatey brown cover but I that know... was a big seller I know exactly what you're talking about. We, I'm visualizing that. Well, they were inducted in 2016, and I'm going to guess before we look that up, there might have been Chicago Five. Right, right. Album. I'll put that album with Chuck. That is, yeah, they did have Chicago on all theirs. Uh, yeah, yeah, they did. But they, I just remember it was a sort of a chocolatey brown cover. I just remember that was quite a big selling album and a big selling, some big selling singles they had, didn't they? 
So maybe that was the one with uh, If You Leave Me Now on it, was it? Oh, I think that was on it, yeah. So that would that was, be... Was, well, that was our biggest hit here, wasn't it? If You Leave Me Now? That was their biggest hit. Yeah, that would have been mid, mid-70s. Yeah. That was number one here. It's their only number one here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's what really made them over here is If You Leave Me Now. And then, but by that point, that was a pretty soft rock ballady song, wasn't it? Um, and then they, 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 they veered. The they, sex pistols. <laughs> no, they, they, veered, they veered definitely towards that genre themselves, didn't they, with Hard Habit to Break. Yeah, hard, hard to say. I'm sorry, is it? They, they uh, were they were really into the rock soft ballads, weren't they? Really, they Chicago really were. Yeah, yeah, that was well, where they. Uh, before, yeah. if you leave me now, it was a lot, a lot jazzier, wasn't it? A lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a bit more quite... guitar based. I mean, maybe it went a bit more keyboardy after. What, uh, when they were the Chicago Transit, Transit Authority, yeah, yeah, yeah Transit completely Authority, different yeah. sort of band. Yeah, completely different sort of band. Then, See, completely different. How would you define them? That's I'd call that jazz rock, really. I mean, but then well, uh, when they start, it's difficult because people bands not alone genres change over time, but the, the bands do, and their and their style of music. Yeah, I mean, I would like the the Damned were a very big British punk band, but within about five years, they'd gone real mainstream, and they were producing uh, just rock singles i would say like covers of 60s hits like eloise poppy rock stuff wasn't it poppy rock stuff yeah um our pop almost cargo as i said i would say were jazzy bluesy band weren't they but by the time the mid 70s come along they did change a bit more um mor i don't know what you call it yeah yeah middle of the road yeah is it aor do they call it over there aor yeah i think they have yeah yeah um, that was Chicago Ten, was the uh, album with the yeah. with the chocolate cover. In, right, right, right. One more band asking before I, I was going to go yeah. to another question, but one more band fitting into a genre. Steely Dan. Oh, I love Steely Dan. I do. Steely Dan are great. I do too. But where do you where do you put them in? What Steely Dan are so good they have to have their own category. Yeah, you know, <laughs> do, so do you know Paul. what it is with Steely Dan? I, I just want to say a couple of things about Steely Dan because I've I've studied them in quite a lot of detail in like in a musical way, you know. And the thing is with Steely Dan, there is no one like them. There is no one like them. Um, they are actually very jazzy. I'd say jazzy, um, yeah. Jazz fusion, is that the term? Yeah, oh, a yeah. bit funky, a bit rocky, a bit of everything. They are literally a bit of everything. And there is really no one quite like them. That's I mean, it was funny because I remember when I was working in a record shop, you know, you'd have like A to Z of rock and you'd have all the bands. And, you you know, you'd be putting a Steely Dan album, you know, in with the rock stuff. And really, were they rock? I mean, some albums were quite rocky, but some weren't that rocky at all. You know, they were quite solely funky, jazzy. What do you, where do you put them? They were quite individual, but a good band. Yeah, and a good songwriting team. Just aren't, yeah, aren't categorizable, if that's the right word. Well, uh, <laughs> like Frank Zappa. He's <laughs> another one. I mean, where, where would you put him? Where'd you put him? I bet yeah, he's I mean, not in the Hall of Fame. See, we we uh, we argue about people like Jay Z being inducted, and there are people right now who probably are going, "Well, how could Steely who? Dan be inducted? They're not rock." We've called <laughs> them everything but rock in the last couple of minutes. Jazz fusion. Um, I yeah. I love Steely Dan. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'd put them in an overall category of rock. Still, it's just like a subdivision of it with all of the the jazz you can have rock but you can have jazzy rock you can have bluesy rock you can have country rock you can have uh, all these different sorts of rock music even rock and roll well i'm still trying to think of any current rock and roll bands as we might call from the 50s around are the stray cats still going i they were rock and roll they're yeah, quite rock and rolly rock, rock and roll rockabilly they were very 50s Rock-a- yeah yeah rock, rockabilly, rockabilly. Yeah. Mm. that's a 
that's a great category. Nick, I gotta, I'm gonna ask you this question first. Mm. And you, now you oh, get God. to go way back <laughs> in your way back machine. Why the heck? I periodically, Great every day, stop. think about we think about strange stuff to ask people. And this, <laughs> this is the, hold on, dot dot dot. What what is the first favorite song that you had? Do you remember the first favorite song that I had was Jimi Hendrix "Hey Joe," which I owned on a single, and I was five. And I still have it, and it's got Stone Free on the B-side. That was the first record that blew my mind. Wow, you fired that and I up. just used to walk around the house going, hey, Joe, you <laughs> shot your mum down. I was a five at the time. Loved it. So that was, yeah, that was the first record that really called me. You know? And that every time you hear that song... Do you say this is the forever think? Oh, this is my first favorite. Yeah, song. I still think I still think of it as like, wow, that's the first record I ever owned. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, big C, yeah. me. Um, well, the first record I ever owned. So I guess that would classify as the first song I really liked uh, was, of course, by the Beatles, and it was uh, "She Loves You." So I would have been, I would have been about four. Uh, and yeah, my mum and dad, bless them both, bought us, uh, bought me, bought me. I think my brother said they're more for me than for him, but the Beatles, She Loves You and I Want to Hold Your Hand came out. Um, they came out in the other, the other order, I think, in the US. But the first really smash hit single, the one that, Beatlemania started was in what was released in about August 63 and it was She Loves You and uh, with I'll Get You on the B-side if we're showing off with B-sides Slimmers yeah so it's a good good um, <laughs> great song I remember um, yeah they, they they bought us so many singles uh, at the time we had she loves you. Uh, was the first. And He's going to go through every Beatles single. Ever. Not going to go. I'll, I'll ignore the Beatles. I'll ignore the Beatles ones. They they did get a few of those up until Yellow Submarine in 1966. Subsequent right. subsequent to that, they went a bit weird. Apparently, <laughs> um, so we didn't get anything after that. Um, but uh, other bands around that ilk, I remember having the 45s of. The searches. Did your um, mum and dad not agree with the Beatles psychedelic period? I, I assume not. I assume not. No. Mind you, I don't like it. That you, period. You prefer you prefer the early Beatles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Nick Nick Jeff is a, is a, a fairly recent convert to the Beatles. He didn't oh. wasn't really a great fan. No, um, he wasn't a great fan. It's only. It's only when talking to me and and teaching me a few of the riffs, which were actually very good riffs. George Harrison could come up with a good riff. Well, they all could, actually. And good solos uh, and great harmonies. And the end chord is always a classic, wasn't it? They Um, used some unusual chords, yeah. They did. some. Well, dare I say, some jazzy chords. They were jazzy chords, isn't it? Jazzy chords. Yeah, they just made, sure, they just made them up. Is there a jazz hall of fame? Is there a jazz hall of fame? I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm really into jazz, though. Yeah, he's um, a big jazz I don't fan. Think there is. That's mainly what I listen to now. I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm I, a big kind of Pat, Pat Metheny fan. You know. I am younger than you guys, and my first favorite song was Dobie Gray's "Drift Away." Nice song. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that one? Drift yeah. Away. Yeah. What year was that? What year was that? God, you're young, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Do we? How much younger am I than the two of you? Well, I was. Let's put it this way: I was technically, well, not technically, I was actually born in the fifties. Just October fifty-nine, I was born. So uh, Nick was what sixty-one? December sixty-one. December sixty-one. So he's a couple of years younger than me. You must have been what sixty six. Me, 
Yeah. 65. 65. 65. No, you look at your older than that, Jeff. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> there's not much in it, though, Jeff. Yeah. No, much in it. there's <laughs> not much in it. There's not much in it. When was Drift Away? I, I remember when it was released. I think it was re-released over here quite late on, maybe in the 70s. But clearly in the States, it was a, it was a hit in the 60s, wasn't it? It was released here in the 70s. 73. That's where I, I remember it from. 73 oh it was the 70s it wasn't um it wasn't one of these released in the 60s and then re-released in the 70s then and then he did a version with uncle cracker i don't know if you guys ever heard that i don't know not a huge fan of there's an artist named uncle cracker too i think he died oh did he really yeah like a long time ago no doby gray or uncle cracker uncle cracker Really? Is Dave, is David Gray alive? Yeah, right, right after he got big with that David Allen Coe song. Oh, wow. That I didn't... He's still alive. <laughs> You're Sean in the background going, he's still alive. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, he's still alive. He's 47. I thought he died. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're not dead. He's... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Wishful thinking, I guess. I don't know. No, no. Not really. It's... Yeah, follow me. That was the song. I'm going to mute my mic. Apologies to his family. (laughs) Yeah, we apologize to him. We'll have to send. His death has been grossly (laughs) exaggerated. (laughs) Cancel the flowers. I'll cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) You also need to to get up my opening. Um, I thought you were going to say Harry Chapin, actually, uh, Jeff. That would have been been right after that. I... Hmm. 74 for me? Yeah, was it? Yeah, that was was probably right. It would have been right after that. I like I said, boy, I know Manilow was a little bit later, but Barbara Streisand, Neil, love Neil Diamond. Um, Oh, I like Neil Diamond. Another good songwriter. When I'm in my MOR frame of mind, like a bit of diamond. (laughs) Great voice. Great voice. Even now, he's making. Uh, up, he must be in the rock. He's in the Hall of Fame. He must. Be. He must be. Is he? He, he must be. be. He must. August night. What a great album that is. What, what a live, live album. album. Yeah. How what? about first favorite album? Oh, right. For me, it was uh, T Rex Electric Warrior. T Rex Electric Warrior. T Rex Electric Warrior, and then after that, it was the first Queen album. They were my. Favorite first album, yeah. Is Queen, Queen your favorite band? Um, they were when I was about eleven or twelve, and the first for the first four albums they were, and then they started to get a bit lightweight, and I went right off them. <laughs> but um, they changed. I mean, I don't know whether you've ever heard the first Queen album, Jeff, but it is really heavy, and it is nothing like what they become. But I, I think they, you know, some of their poppy stuff I like. I mean, I think, you know, singles like Somebody to Love and things like that, I think they were really great songs. But they did start out as quite a hard rock band. And the first two albums are really, uh, yeah, really out there, really heavy. Neil Diamond was, the, just go back for a second, Songwriters Hall of Fame in 84, Rock Hall in 2011. Again, a lot of hits, a lot of longevity, turned out a lot of albums. Colin, first favorite album? Um, Yes. Well, I've got a favorite album. You're saying the singer-songwriters. The Songwriters Hall of Fame, that's a separate thing to the Rock Hall of Fame? Yes. Okay. So you could be in both, like Neil Diamond is, you say. Yeah, Carol King, I think. And Carol King was saying, oh, okay. So that's so that's weird having that separate, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I didn't if they have that separate, why can't they have? No, can we start the show again? Because I didn't know different that. genres, <laughs> different genres. Um, well, <laughs> talking of my first favorite album, my first album. Whoa, it's them again. My first album was Hard Day's Night, which was 1964, and I was about four or five years old. And even now, probably because it's the first album I ever owned, um, 
you look back at it and think, yeah, that, that's probably one of, that's probably my favourite album of all time. Um, certainly, well, but not just by the Beatles, I mean by anybody. It just, just remember, it's just a classic album for me. Um, it's the only album, the only Beatles album to contain solely in the UK. I don't know what you did in America, chopping and changing things. Um, to 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 get more money, Capital Records maybe for for more albums. I don't know, but certainly in the UK, Hard Day's Night was the was the only Beatles album to contain solely Lennon McCartney compositions. It's the only one, and I would say ten of the thirteen were John Lennon songs as well. That was he was prolific during that time. McCartney had Can't Buy Me Love, which is a single earlier on in the year that was put on the album. And uh, additionally to that, he had Things We Said Today and And I Love Her, which is an absolutely great song. That's but a good song. I like that song. It's a yeah. great song. Yeah. He, he, like he, could, he could write a tune, you know. He could write a tune. Did we? I doubt with, sorry, I doubt whether Ringo getting a songwriter's Hall of Fame, would he? <laughs> Not with Back Off Boogaloo. He's 81 this week. Back, yes. 81. We, we do know what the anniversary of that was. We'll talk about that off the air. One more, um, before we wrap up, I don't, yeah. I'm not sure if we discussed this or Colin, you and I discussed it and Nick was having car trouble, but Wings, the band mm. Wings, they think they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The band. Well, so do I, to be honest. Thoughts? I remember querying, querying this with you before. I think when you say they, you said, I can't imagine Paul McCartney coming out and saying that. But No, did, it, it was the band members who said that. I read an article in the Cleveland Plain Dealer that Wings band members think they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I'm asking the two of you yeah. if you think that they should be. Personally, I do. Yeah, I mean, they, they, he, the band were around. It's over twenty-five years ago. They had X number of hits. I, I wouldn't know exactly how many, but I'm sure they had loads. I'll check that out while I'm while I'm talking here. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say they definitely merit it. They probably had a good few number ones as well, didn't they? Oh yeah, live and let live and let die. Uncle Albert. Um, with a little luck, maybe silly love songs were they all number ones? Yes, definitely. And and they had some good rock and roll records as well, like Helen Wheels, High High High, Jet, Jet, of course, yeah. Junior number ones yeah. they had. I'll tell you now, number ones. Uh, Uncle, well, Uncle Albert. I wonder whether technically that was Paul McCartney or Paul and Linda McCartney. Well, certainly on my love, my love, not one of your favourites, I don't think Jeff is it, but I love it. And I, I love the guitar solo. Man. I love the guitar solo in that as well. Brilliant. Uh, Band on a Run was a number one. Listen to what the man said was a number one. Silly Love Songs was a number one. With a little luck was yep. a number one. Coming up was a number one as well. So they had a lot of a lot of big I mean they had stacks of hit singles. That's that's just well, in America, of course, which can is Can I just can I just ask how many actual Wings albums were there? I was just going to add that. Is it two or three? Yeah, because, you know, you get a lot of Paul McCartney albums and Wings, Wings. albums. So actual actual Wings albums, Carl. How many actual Wings albums were there? I've got to get another book out for that. Band on the Run, <laughs> At the Speed of Sound, Band on the Run. Uh, yeah. Venus, Venus and Mars. Venus and oh, Mars. Venus and Mars. Yeah. Um, London Town. Oh, I did. That wasn't. Oh, was that Wings? Oh, just about. That's it was Wings, wings. With, uh, with, yeah. with a little luck was on that. That's a great with song. With a little luck. Yeah. With a little with luck, luck, yeah. And my friend. Uh, my friend Tower my, Bridge on the front, wasn't it? Tower Bridge. That's the one, yeah. My friend Graham thinks that that was definitely written about his relationship with uh, John Lennon, actually. Nick Wings. Uh, wings. Well, Colin, while you looked that up. Yeah, yeah. Nick Wings. Um. Yeah, you know, I, it's funny, but. Um, I'm a bit borderline on it, you know. I mean, they really wrote some great songs. Um, I mean, you know, massive songs that we still know today. You know, "Live and Let Die," stuff like that. 
and uh, Jet was great band on the run, you know, but they never had that many albums. And Paul McCartney's been around a long time, but Wings as a band, you know, well, four, yeah. al- four albums and Wings Over America and the live album. Well, that was a good album. I'm, oh, I'm, Wings I'm Over America, bit, yeah. That was live? That was, a, that was the live album, though. So I'm a bit borderline on whether to let them in or not. Tough crowd. I'm being a <laughs> bit, you know, course, I'm, not, so, I'm not just doing this just to wind you up. No, there were Paul, Paul McCartney and Wings, of course. That counts as Wings, surely. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm just looking at the albums yeah. here. Um, Nick, by the a, Nick, by the way, Wildlife was uh, a Wings album. Oh, I didn't know um, they had that many. Uh, Red Rose Speedway, Band on the Run, Venus and Mars, Wings at the Speed of Sound, London Town, Back to the Egg. Oh, we got seven. We got seven. Wow, I I thought they only had three or four. Okay, okay then maybe maybe seven. Yeah, maybe that's you know. Of those, number ones, Red Rose Speedway, Band on the Run, Venus and Mars, Wings at the Speed of Sound. So there are four number one albums there. Uh, Again, again, that's in America. Oh, I'll let them in, all right? I'll let them in. Let them in, appropriately. (laughs) Let them in, Someone's knocking at the door. Yeah, Yeah. that's, wow, I think they deserve (laughs) it. Fuck off, Wings, you can't come in. But I was thinking. I had a, I had a job thinking past three albums. You know, I, Nick. He um, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No. So yeah. Yeah. We'll let, I'd let him in, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Seven albums. Yeah. That's that's fine. He in. when Colin requests yeah. songs. I don't know if it's not Colin. These are the ones that I remember. But Nick, some of the songs. I do play them, but I'm, I always incorporate in my opinion. I'm like, man, I hate that song. I hate my love. What are the other ones? Colin, what are, there's the other Wings song, My Love. They're all slow my, songs. My Love, yeah. But there was another one. To, there's another one, too, that um, a slow song. But I think Wings, I think that they deserve Never to sl- be in the Hall of Fame. Well, with a little luck, I suppose it's fairly slow. Um, oh, that's the other one. I don't like that either. You don't like that? Okay. Uh-uh. I do not like that. I, unfortunately, I do not like the fact that we have to wrap it up. I Ooh. would like. I know I, we we could talk for hours. Um, you guys are into what? Tell tell everybody about off the record what you're into. Episode. Just tell everybody how many episodes you're in and how many. Well, it's it's won. it's massive. It's the most massive thing to happen in the past. Five years, music, <laughs> I think. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, we've become massive stars. You know, I can't leave my house and North and Colin. You're going to the podcast all the same. We need security all the time. You know, we do. Uh, yeah. What episode are we up to? Now? We just completed episode thirteen. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, number fourteen will be next Wednesday. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. Oh, we might have a different doing theme this we're week. We're doing something yeah. different. We're having, having a theme. Yeah, we're having, having a, theme. a theme this week, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's generally, it's um, a, a staple is uh, going through a chart, discussing a chart from yesteryear, really, whether it be UA, US or the UK. Uh, he's thrown a few US ones at me, a couple recently, which I haven't done too badly on. Not too bad, not too bad. Not, no. not too bad. One of these days it'll be the German or the Japanese one, which uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not yeah. looking forward to. And that's Wednesdays? 5.30 p.m. Uh, yeah, ahead, your time. You. Go 5.30 uh, EDT and 10-ish, uh, yeah, 10.30, you know, proper time. <laughs> <laughs> proper time. Uh, British summertime. Um, yeah, 10.30, so it's now what? 1147 here so all right well good it's a it's everybody if you have not listened to it i've been a guest on there it is a great show these you know these guys are smart music wise and smart just in general um because they've been on the show five or six (laughs) (laughs) but but, wait before i wrap up i gotta say this we were talking about the part when we thought uncle cracker was that he was dead and we and you said apparently it was just me that thought that yeah Colin, you, well Shaggy said we'll take that out of the show I just realized that the beginning my beginning 
of this show <laughs> fucking sucked. We're just gonna. I'm gonna have Shaggy put a dog barking for like the first two <laughs> minutes, and then because I don't know what I don't know what the hell I, I was thinking. I, I I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, I'm Jeff Stritch. You can catch me weekday mornings on CBW Radio, 6 a.m. to 12 noon. You can listen to this on many social media platforms. You can catch me also. I am the laugh track on the on the podcast Mikes and Men. Jay Remy and Sean B. They handle the duties. Yes, I said duty. And, of course, this podcast. I thank Slim Nick and Big C for coming on. I'm sure they will be on again. Yeah, thanks for asking us. And thanks again. for asking us. Most enjoyable, always enjoyable. Yeah. I'm Jeff Stritch. This has been Strictly Stritch in time. Be safe, be happy, be proud. Peace.